Good afternoon. It is April 28th, and we are here giving you our weekly, almost always, video update from the Missouri Funeral Directors and Embalmers Association. I am going to have a very important substantive thing for those of you uh, that aren't interested in the convention. I hope you all are. But first, I am going to talk about the convention some first. So for those of you that want to know the big nugget at the end, you're going to have to sit through the rest of this or fast forward, whatever you want to do. Uh, the convention is coming up very soon, and we're hoping that as many people as we can get and register for it. We did have a little bit of a glitch this week with our computer system. We have a new computer system here that is handling all the registrations. And as you probably should know, the deadline for getting the early bird registration price was last week. However, some people got onto the website this week and got the early bird price. Some people didn't. So in order to be fair, because of the uh, might be some confusion there, if this week you signed up for the uh, convention in St. Charles and you wind up wound up paying the extra amount that was there because the early bird fee had expired technically, we're going to refund you that money. So everybody who signed up this past week and because we still want to make sure the thing is working right, we are going to, it was easier to do it this way. We have extended the early bird registration price for all of next week. So if you haven't registered yet, you can still get the early bird price next week. And if you even think that you're going to attend the convention in St. Charles in May, we ask you to please sign up now. One of the historical problems we've had when we have the convention in the St. Louis area is we get so many walk-ins. We get all these people that decide to come to the convention that day and they sign up that day. And you can do that. The problem is we have to tell the hotel how many seats to have, how many, uh, how big the room needs to be for uh, meals. We have to tell them how much meals are available when that's an issue. So please, if you are planning to attend, even a chance of attending, we ask that you do that right now so that we can tell the hotel how to set up the rooms, where, how many chairs and tables and things like that we want. If you register, okay, and you have a, uh, a legitimate excuse why you can't attend because a, a family happens, you have a, a, a family comes in, you have a funeral all of a sudden at the last minute, or one of your employees is sick or something like that, we'll work out a refund. So don't worry about that. But we do, we'd rather have a few empty chairs floating around than rather have people standing in the back of the room. So please get those registrations in right now. Now, something I wanted to uh, Highlight for you is one of our is our keynote speaker, Dr. Jerry Teplitz. He is going to be giving us two special programs that you are not going to want to miss. And as an added bonus, if anyone from your funeral home attends, if anyone from your funeral home attends the convention, your entire funeral home, everybody there, even people who didn't go to the convention, will be able to log on to his website and see a special seminar created just for the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association, something that you can share with your entire funeral home. So everybody, it'd, be, it'd behoove them to have at least one person from their funeral home attend the St. Charles Convention. And this is especially true for those in the St. Louis area who are Missouri Funeral Trust participants, because as we hope you all know, if you have written at least 10 contracts in the past year for the Missouri Funeral Trust, you get a free registration. And frankly, that's a lot of the walk-ins we get sometime. We have people coming in, they're walking in, they 
they are entitled to a free registration. That's not a problem, but they didn't do it beforehand. And so, you know, sometimes we've had trouble because we have to bring in more tables and chairs and things like that. So if you're a Missouri Funeral Trust participant in the St. Louis area, please register. It's free for you. And at least we'll know that hopefully you'll be coming. We want you to come, but that way it helps us with all the planning uh, that's going on there. We also have, of course, a a lot of other great programs going on, a lot of other seminars, our exhibit hunt at the Exhibitor Hall. The auction will be there. Everybody wants to see Vernie Fountain auctioning off items. If you, your funeral home, your business, whoever is watching this, has an item you would like to donate the auction, all proceeds are going to the education fund so that we have more scholarships to give out. We're giving out three scholarships this year, three of them this year. Uh, I, I, for sure, uh, there may be another one. I don't know. We're, we're still uh, reviewing all the things, but at least we're giving out three of them for sure. And the money from that auction helps us raise the funds needed to give out those scholarships. So if you have an item that you'd like to donate to that, it can be funny. It can be uh, sports tickets, sports memorabilia, cheese baskets, things like you name it. Vernie will figure out a way to sell it. And I'm hoping he brings some of his special items that he always has that he works on and creates himself. I don't know if he is, but I know I've bought some from him in the past and I hope he has a few up there that you can peruse as well. So that's the St. Charles convention. Be sure if you even have the slightest chance that you want to attend that you register right now so that we have enough seats and everything available. Okay. Now, to the meat of the program here today. Again, very often I base these weekly things on what I get calls on during the past week or two. And the big one this week, and it's something that we have touched on, I think, once or twice in the past, but it doesn't hurt to bring it up again, is families wanting to transport the deceased loved one themselves to the gravesite or to another town or even out of state. Okay. Uh, maybe they've had a funeral here, but they want to take it to a family burial ground in Kansas or Chillicothe or wherever. And at some point in time, they want to take the body away from the funeral home and transport it themselves. A couple things here. First off, as I think I've uh, uh, reiterated over and over again, the next of kin, whoever that is, does have the absolute right to the care, custody, and control of that body period. So if they want to take control of that body, they can. And as we've noted before, you do not need to have a funeral director to handle a burial. If the family wants to do it on their own, they can do it on their own. You, the, the, the cemetery, of course, they may have their own rules, but at least there's no requirement in the statute that a funeral director be involved in the process. So yes, the family can take it over. So let's take this example. You've had the body, you've embalmed it, You've done a funeral, but there's a family burial ground up on a farm somewhere up north, and the family wants to take the casket, drive it up there themselves. They've got somebody that's going to uh, dig a hole for them out on the farm, the family burial ground, and they're going to handle that all themselves. The next of kin, yes, they could do that uh, as far as the state statutes are concerned. Always you have to check with local city, county zoning to make sure that the, the burial is, is proper there or that it is a uh, proper uh, burial ground area. But as far as the funeral home is concerned, yes, the family can do that. But what do you do when they want to do that? 
Well, there's several things you got to watch out for there. Several things you have to watch out for there. First off is you have done the death certificate as the funeral director in charge. And you may have already put down on the death certificate that it's going to be buried in XYZ spot. How do you know that's going to happen? Seriously, if you're not there to watch it, if you're not going to be there at the burial, it is potentially dangerous to put down on the death certificate that the body is going to be buried at that location because you're the person signing that legal document saying that this is what's going to happen. And this is the date it's going to happen. And you weren't there. So if the family wants to take charge, one option is for them to also handle the death certificate as well. They can do that. The family, the next of kin, you remember if you look carefully on the death certificate themselves, it says funeral director or person acting as such. All right. So that's something, one thing to watch out for. The most important thing, however, is if the family is going to take control of the body away from your funeral home, you need to show present to them a release form. We have one for members. If your firm is a member firm of the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association, you can get online in the members only area. And there is a release of the body form. And that makes it very clear that the next of kin is taking control of this body. And that once that happens, the next of kin is responsible for following all of these rules, the transportation rules, uh, the health and safety rules, any rules regarding burial that are pertinent to the area where they're going to do that. In effect, you are no longer the funeral director in charge. The family has, in a sense, taken you off the case and they are now in charge of the body. Also, of course, you should know, I hope, that there is no license needed to transport a body within the state of Missouri. Now, normally it says, if you read the regulations of Again, as we talked about before, sometimes there's regulation number one that says one thing, and you have to look at two paragraphs later to see regulation number two. Regulation number one says that nobody has to have any sort of license to transport the body if it's they're doing it under the direction of a funeral establishment. But then you take a look later on, and you see that the family doesn't have to use a funeral establishment. They can be the funeral director, quote, acting as such. They can do it on their own. So they don't need to have a license to transport the body. The next of kin has the, has the uh, authority to control and care for the body. They don't need to hire a funeral director. So yes, they can take it away, but you want to give them a release, have them sign a release that says, hey, I am no longer in charge as the funeral director. If you do something that's illegal, if you do something that's wrong, that's on you at this point. I'm done with it, Okay present that release to them, try to get them to sign that kind of release before they do that. I do get the call on a fairly regular basis, including one this week. Well, what about taking the body across state lines, taking it into Kansas, taking it into uh, Illinois, wherever else? So they want to drive it all the way down to Texas, and they'll still be crossing through several states. Well, two things there. One, on the Missouri death certificate, removal from this state is a final disposition. So whoever is doing the death certificate should be putting down on the death certificate as what the final disposition is. It's not being buried in Texas. It's removal from this state. And how that's, you know, put that down there. That is one of the final dispositions. So a family from Missouri law taking the body out of the state, well, that, that's not a problem. 
But what about the other states? What is the law in Kansas? What is the law in Illinois? What is the law in Arkansas and Texas if you're driving all that far? I don't know. <laughs> uh, or if I did know, I wouldn't be. I'm not licensed in any of those states. Uh, I'm not going to uh, try to pontificate on what all of the possible rules and regulations are in uh, Arkansas, Texas, Nebraska, all that. Uh, yes, I've looked them up at times, but I'm not licensed in those states. I'm not an expert on those other states, what their rules are. So if a family is doing it on their own, what documentation do they have to have? Uh, what notifications do they have to do? That's not your problem as the funeral director. If the family has taken control of the body away from you and is doing it on their own, it's up to them. They're going to have to check with that. They're going to have to check with the authorities in the other states to see, is this legal what they're doing? And even if it is legal, what do they need to do? What do they need to do? What documentation? What identification? Do they need to have a death certificate? One of the things we run into all the time, of course, and I'm sure many of you have dealt with this, is many states have some kind of regulation dealing with a, a transportation permit, something that specifically says the body is being officially taken from point A to point B, and here's who's doing it. In Missouri, we don't have transit permits. We don't have anything officially that you can give to the family or the family can download and create themselves that is an official Missouri transit permit. We don't have one. Now, I know some of you out there have an old one. <laughs> there used to be one out there a long time ago, and some of you have kept copies. There isn't one anymore. We don't have one in Missouri. So if Arkansas requires, and I don't know that they do, but if Arkansas or Texas or whoever requires some sort of transit permit, and there's not an official one from Missouri for them to have. So it's up to the next of kin who is taking control of this body to investigate what is necessary. And that is very important, even with driving within Missouri, uh, taking it from one place to another, because even though uh, the family may have a right to do that, if they're doing everything properly, uh, obviously, if they get pulled over for running a stoplight and they have a, uh, a body in the back of the suburban and they have no documentation with them, uh, there's probably going to be a delay as to uh, where they're getting to going, uh, things like that. So that is the... Uh, that's the uh, nugget for today. Yes, a family, the next of kin, the next of kin can, can take control of the body. They can do that. If they show up in the suburban and say, we want you to put dad in the back of the suburban, we're taking him elsewhere. Maybe they're taking him to a burial. Maybe they're taking him to a competitor across your st the street because they don't like you anymore. They can do that. And what's more, they can do that even if they owe you money because you cannot hold a body even if the family owes you money. You as a funeral director, as a funeral established in Missouri, do not have a lien on the body, do, cannot hold the body and prevent it from going out of your funeral home just because they owe you money. You have to give it up. Now, obviously, if they owe you money, you have recourse to try to collect that money from them, but you can't hold the body. Now, on social media, uh, on blogs, people will call this holding the body for ransom. That's, that's a pretty nasty term. If you don't pay, fixing your car up, the mechanic may have the right to hold your car until you pay the bill. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds of liens out there where a profession 
uh, or a business or a trade could say, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you this back because you owe me money. You can't do that as a funeral director with the body. You cannot do that. So if they show up, give them the release. Give them the release form. What if they refuse to sign the release? Because every now and then that happens. Well, you still have to give the body up, but make sure you document that you handed them that release. Have witnesses there. Put a note in the file. I gave them this release. I showed it to them. They refused to sign it. They took the body anyway. Obviously, of course, you do want to make sure that you, if somebody that happens, that you're going to give out to the person who's the authority for that. If somebody just shows up at your door and says, oh, I'm the next of kin of so-and-so and I want to take that body, you better make sure that that really is the next of kin uh, because that would be a very big problem as well. So that's what we have for today. I hope you enjoyed it again. Even if you have the most slightest inkling that you want to attend the St. Charles Convention uh, in May uh, in St. Charles. Yeah, that's why we call it the St. Charles Convention, because it is in St. Charles. Very creative of us. If you even think you might want to attend, please get those registrations in this next week. You're going to get that early bird discount next week because we couldn't figure out how to do to limit it on the website, website the, uh, the page. So bonus for you. You can still get the cheaper price next week. Hopefully by the end of next week, we'll have that all worked out. But next week, you get the cheap price. If there's even a chance for you coming, please register now so we have enough seats for everybody. We don't have to scramble around once we're up there. Um, I remember my very, very first convention, my first year on the job, we had like 80 people that walked in the day of convention. It was in St. Louis and signed up that day can't convention like that you just we didn't have enough chairs we didn't have enough tables we had people standing in the thing because the room wasn't big enough we can get bigger rooms matter of fact we did get one bigger room already and that was for the the arranger training on Saturday. the national funeral directors association is doing a ranger training today you can get on the nfda website and sign up for that we had so many people that wanted to do that we had to get a room and we did have a get we did get a bigger room we also had to do this with the cardinal game we had so many game on sunday we had to get more tickets and we did we still got about 15 ticket game still room for ranger training now that we have the bigger room we don't want to have that problem get registrations in we're going to have a lot of good people there we're going to have a lot of round tables where you can talk with the health department you can talk with the new Missouri Funeral, you're going to get to see the new Missouri Funeral Trust electronic contract that's going to be coming out soon, and a whole lot of great things just like that. So, until next time.